You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. We are glad to return and to be with you. We just finished up a great conversation with Jeff Bates of Vita Counseling. I- I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to build my habit, my goal to pronounce words and names correctly. So far, you're hitting it right on the yeah, right on Yeah, yeah, 50%. <laughs> Recognize that success and go, go on from Yes, there. exactly. And you're mo- moisturizing your skull. Is, yep, is that's very important. <laughs> going to be great. Skull health. <laughs> uh, you can learn more about Jeff at VitaCounseling.org if you would like to set up a counseling session with him. Great guy. Great conversation. You know, there's a lot of excitement here. It's not only the banquet... But uh, we also have a special guest in studio with us. Look at And uh, you can't hear her, but uh, it is eight-month-old Isabella <laughs> Mary Grace. And uh, she is my daughter. And she is your goddaughter. She certainly is, a little cutie. <laughs> and she is being held right now by our next guest, who happens to be our keynote speaker tonight at the Real Presence Radio Fundraising Banquet in Fargo, Dr. Stacy Trisankos. <laughs> and <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Isabella. Just said a little bit of a, of a good morning there. I don't know if you heard it. Yes, if you happen to hear like <laughs> the mic jumping. getting hit, like she's just going crazy right now. It's just like the left cross on the mic. Just so, Doctor Trisankos, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Well, I am a Catholic convert, and I was a chemist before I converted, so that's a big part of who I am. Like, I never lost my love for chemistry. Um, It's just that I understand all my beautiful children and grandchildren now. They're they're not just highly complex composite systems of atoms (laughs) and molecules. They are rational persons with uh, intellect and free will, and I have to help them practice virtue and get to heaven. So my life is very full now. Yeah, that's beautiful. As a Catholic. That's beautiful. You know, one of the things that we teased heading into this was uh, the church being hostile to science. And that's like, I realize that we only have 15 minutes and that could go on forever. <laughs> but, you know, science seems to be kind of a trigger word these days mm-hmm. right now. Can you talk a little bit about science and how it relates to the church and and give us an understanding a brief understanding of how the two actually work together well i mean this is going to sound shocking and and uh, i can say more later or people can look up things i've written on the internet but science was born of christianity if you go all the way back in the history of science like before the scientific revolution there is an intimate organic relationship between the study of God's handiwork, the quantification of objects in motion that God created, and the church. Um, it was the church in the Middle Ages and leading up to the Middle Ages with the church fathers and St. Augustine um, appreciating nature as creation. And so it was very natural for scholars to at some point say, hey, if we want to understand more about the mind of God, we can study His creation more. And that's what science is, is the study of the handiwork of God. So, you know, I think science is kind of like an adolescent right now that maybe thinks it doesn't need its mother. Um, but that, that's just like a very small blip on all of human history. And our job right now is to, to show people that science and the church are organically, intimately united. So where did we go wrong? Like, was it the, was it the French Revolution and the Enlightenment reason? Like, what, what happened? That was part of it. What happened, I think, is very understandable if you look back. 
there's an explosion of knowledge. I mean, 100 years ago, we didn't even have cheeseburgers. We especially didn't have cell phones and um, global flight and communications like this. So it, it was an explosion of knowledge, and people started to think, well, gee, I don't, I don't really need all that old um, religion and theology and philosophy. The real path to truth is to follow the science. Doesn't it all circle back to, to yeah. a greater being, <laughs> to God? Isabella doesn't like that. <laughs> we need to bring them back together. It does. It, I mean, I, if you truly follow the science, you will find God. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is following the science. If you look at all the order in, in creation, and nobody knows that better than a chemist. I would argue better than a biologist or a physicist. A chemist knows the beauty of the handiwork of God at the atomic and subatomic scale. And if, if you look at all of that, you, you know that you're studying something that someone created beyond human comprehension. How do you truly follow science? You remain humble to, I mean, that the Catholic students I have, and the, I always tell them, science is the study of the handiwork of God. So you remain humble to that. You're a human with your senses, and you're trying to figure out things by taking in data, just like little Isabella's doing here, taking in data every day, and you process it abstractly in your mind, and you learn things. But we're poking around in a universe that God holds in existence every moment. I mean, the chemical reactions required to keep your heart beating right now are beyond human comprehension. We can't write them all down. Yet here we are. So um, it takes a great humility. But that humility is liberating because you don't feel like you have to dominate everything. You understand that you need to, this knowledge, you need to do the right thing with it. You need to use it in the right ways. You need to help humanity truly progress so that that we leave a better world for these little guys Mm. so tonight you're going to be speaking at the real presence banquet can you share a little bit about the is this the subject matter that you're going to talk i know that you've got a book out there uh, the particles of faith yes is that what you're going to be talking about yes i i tell a little bit about my story not because i like to talk about myself but just because i like to talk about what god did in my life a completely um materialist scientist person who really didn't think there was anything more in the world than atoms and molecules. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> By Isabella just went. Bella her has mama. left the building. Or <laughs> she wants the room. her mom. <laughs> and um, th- just what it took for me to get my head around, like I still have trouble realizing there's a spiritual dimension to our reality. Like, it's not material and spiritual. It's all one. Um, And it's very hard for me, having so long lived with the materialist mindset, to to grasp that. But I think it's infected our whole society. I think Mm. even Catholics today don't realize how much we've turned science into a god um, when it's the study of God's creation. So, um, I, I just work really I, I think if I think modern science more than anything ought to inspire our faith by all the things that mm-hmm. we've learned it ought to give us even greater confidence confidence than the Israelites had that God is faithful yeah talk about your excitement for being here for yeah I mean there's there's usually a thousand people or so at the banquet in Fargo you know for sharing this message because mm-hmm. it's so important there's so many competing messages and voices out there in the culture. You know, and and being able to share this truth, I wonder if you can just speak to that. 
Yeah, I consider it a huge privilege that God would ask me to do this. You know, I, I get nervous, of course, in front of so many people because I, I want to make sure I'm right with God and that I'm saying the things He wants me to say. But I really, I firmly believe this with all my heart. Science is a great evangelization tool. We ought to be evangelizing through science. That conflict myth is so yesterday. It's so old. Um, we need to be out there taking the lead, saying, everybody, look, you know it, I know it. Only a good and loving creator could have made this world that we live in. And it's a reason for hope. You know, the periodic table is a reason for hope because if God can do all of that, then whatever we're suffering in our lives in these moments and our limited human understanding, we, we can trust that it's all part of God's plan. If we just can every day conform our will to God's will um, and make all our atoms and molecules do what, what we want them to do as far as we've given the power. We can't ungrow ourselves, right? But, <laughs> right. Um, but, but we can choose the right things to eat and stuff like that. But, but if we just ask every day, God, what is it you would have me do? Um, and, and take faith when we look at science and, and ask God, what can we do with technology like Real Presence Radio does, using the technology to speak the truth to people in their moments alone, in the car, when they're listening, you're speaking right to their hearts. I yeah. mean, I don't know of a more beautiful way that you could use technology and radio waves, which come from atoms, by the way. Yeah. Um, I don't know of a more beautiful way that you could do that than to reach people in those moments when they're alone, when they're not under pressure to answer you back, they're not under pressure to make a change right then. It, it truly does speak to people's heart. I mean, I've been a listener of radio for many years, and, and I know what that feels like. Yeah, it is. It really is a great gift. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I, I think that uh, I, I, listening to you, uh, Doctor, I, I really got the, 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 the it, it hit me that we try so hard to put things in order. <laughs> Science allows us to attempt that. Um, but at some point in time, we have to realize that it, it's, there's a ram, randomness there that's not really random. Mm -hmm. And we've got to, you know, we can use science to better understand it, but not to control it. Right. There are so many, I mean, we are co-creators with God, and I don't know of anyone out there that, well, I mean, I love chemistry, so everything is like all about chemistry, but I don't know of anyone out there that needs God more than scientists, because they are learning to manipulate things at, at the atomic level unlike ever before. I mean, 72 of the 96 naturally occurring, 92 naturally occurring elements go into making a cell phone, and... Wow. And it's amazing what we can do, and we need people who understand faith, hope, and love, and prudence, and justice, and fortitude, and temperance. We need those kind of people making decisions about how we use this knowledge to advance the human race. We, we have nuclear arms now, but it's so much more than that. I think there's, there's war going on through the internet, and, right. uh, spiritual warfare. So um, we, we live in a very important time. We live in a time when there's a lot of things going on, and there is a need for Catholics um, in the scientific conversations more than ever. So I'm not a scientist. I'm not a chemist, biologist, anything like that. Um, and maybe a lot of our listeners also are not. Mm -hmm. How do we make that accessible in terms of evangelization through science. Refuse to have a conversation with someone unless they understand that you see the world as creation and that science to you is the study of God's creation. So they're not going to tell you anything that's going to make you doubt God. 
Um, you might doubt their conclusions, <laughs> um, but you're not going to doubt God. And science can't prove or disprove God. It's just us trying to understand things. So even if you don't understand all the chemistry of physics and biology, just knowing that science is the study of God's handiwork is enough. It's a grounding. Mm -hmm. 30 seconds. What message would you like to leave for our listeners um, and for those who are coming tonight to the banquet? Uh, just that God loves you. God created this world in goodness and love and order, and it, it's our home. The whole universe is our home created for us, um, and God is faithful. And whatever you're suffering, you know, I'm a grandmother and mother, and I know what it's like to suffer in life and, and to lose hope and worry. Um, God is faithful. Every day, cast your net. Say, God, I'm here. Tell me what you want me to do. I'm all in. All Throwing it all down on the floor, I'm all in. Hmm. Dr. Stacy Trasankos, thanks so much for being thanks. with us. I hope to see y'all tonight. Yes, looking forward to the banquet. And stay with us. We have to take a quick break. When we return, a unique way to give back to those in need. We'll tell you what that unique way is and how you can be a part of it as Real Presence Live continues. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mm -hmm. 